Om Shri Sai Ram, offering most humble pranams at the divine lotus feet of our ever-present Lord. Invoking Bhagwan's benediction for today's session, dear listeners of Radio Sai Global Harmony, my loving Sai Ram to all of you. Om Sahana Vavatu Sahana Bhunaktu Sahaviryankaravavahai Tejasvinavadhitamastu Mavidvishavahai Om Shanti Shanti Shantihi Harihi Om Tatsat Shri Sai Shwarar Panamastu By the grace of Bhagwan, we have completed the first nine shlokas of Guru Stotram. And Guru Stotram, as we all know, is a part of Shri Guru Gita, which appears in the Skanda Purana, written by Bhagwan Vedavyasa. And the Shri Guru Gita itself is a dialogue between Lord Shiva and Mother Parvati. We shall begin today's session by listening to all these nine verses of Guru Stotra. Akhanda Mandalakaram Vyaptam Yenacharacharam Tatpadam Darshitam Yenam Vedanta Muja Suryoyas The 
लास्ट वीक इन द नाइन्थ वर्स विच सेस अनेक जन्म संप्राप्त कर्म बंध विदाहिने आत्मज्ञान प्रदानेन तस्मै श्री गुरवे नमः द डिसाइपल इज ऑफरिंग हिज ग्रैटिट्यूड सेल्यूटेशंस टू द गुरु हु बाय बेस्टोइंग द सेल्फ नॉलेज टू द डिसाइपल व्हाट डज ही डू ही बर्न्स अप the bondage that is created by accumulated actions of innumerable births and as we all know when we are born we come loaded with karma as bhagwan would always sing in his mellifluous voice the poem karma mala and he used to say we have come into this world with the garland of prarabdha karma and probably when we depart from this world we go back even more loaded because we keep on building agami karma in the process of going through our prarabdha karma and it is the guru who burns up this entire storehouse of karma how by imparting the self knowledge to the disciple as the bhagavad gita says and as we saw last week also yathai damsi samiddognihi bhasmasat kurute arjuna gnanagnihi sarva karmani bhasmasat kurute tatha just as the blazing fire burns into ashes the sacrificial wood similarly it is the gnanagni the fire of self knowledge that burns up sarva karmani all our karmas but we must also remember here that the disciple must have the deservedness the right qualification which is called adhikaritvam to receive this self knowledge from the guru the guru is always ready to bestow this self knowledge upon the disciple and the compassion of the guru is such that as the lord in the bhagavad gita says name partha asti kartavyam trishulokeshu kinchana nana vaptam avaptavyam varta evacha karmani 
there is nothing in the three worlds for me to achieve yet i act i engage in this world and i act in the world and why this is out of compassion for the disciple and this is what the sadguru is but the disciple also must have the deservedness and based upon the basic qualifications that a disciple has there are four kinds of disciples the first one is the uttama adhikari the best kind of disciple who is like the petrol which easily catches fire and this disciple the uttama adhikari has come so prepared to the guru that his vasana pressure is so less that as it is said gurostu maunam vakhyanam shishyastu chinna samshayaha the guru just teaches through his silence to this disciple and all his doubts vanish and he is able to be enlightened just through the silence of the guru then there is this madhyama adhikari who is the mediocre type of disciple he is like the dry twigs it requires some effort on the part of the guru as well as the disciple so that the dry twig can catch fire and such a disciple also is able to benefit through his hard work self effort and by guru's grace and there is this manda adhikari who is the dull disciple who is like the charcoal charcoal takes a long time to catch fire and not only that it cools down after some time and this is the commonest type of disciple that we see and then there is this adhama adhikari the inferior type of disciple who is like the stalk of the banana plant this not only fails to catch fire but due to the high water content in it it tends to extinguish the fire itself so the preparation that the disciple makes is also very important to receive the self knowledge from the guru and now we shall listen to the 10th verse of guru stotram and we shall see its meaning shoshanam bhavasindoscha yapanam sarasampada guru vado dakam so the 10th verse says shoshanam bhavasindhuscha bhavasindhu sindhu means the ocean bhava bhava means this samsara shoshanam dries up the guru dries up this vast ocean of samsara itself how gnyapanam sarasampadaha by revealing to the disciple the essence of all wealth sampada means wealth then the second line says guruh padodakam samyak tasmai shri gurave namaha how does the guru do it and this happens by the perennial flow of water from guru's feet and i offer my salutations to such a sadguru 
that's what the disciple prays here see the flow of water from guru's feet padodakam what does it represent it represents the flow of highest wisdom that the guru is rooted in this is what flows from the guru to the disciple and because of this highest wisdom the entire ocean of samsara dries up for the disciple so bhava sagara bhava means to become something as bhagwan would often remind us in his discourses the being is lost in the becoming see the being is what we are this is our true nature atman brahman pure consciousness tatpadam but not knowing who we truly are what happens to us we think only by becoming something in the world we can be happy we can be fulfilled we can be satisfied and we can be peaceful so we are constantly chasing after these worldly relationships that is why there is this perennial craving in us for dharma artha kama purushartha we think we can feel secure by chasing this uh, artha purushartha and we think we can be happy when we chase the kama purushartha incessantly and we can have our goal achieved fulfilled by chasing the dharma purushartha and how to cross this ocean of bhava the ocean of becoming something which we are always entertaining see we think it is the worldly goals that define as to what we are and that is what bhava sagara is and we fails to realize that though some of our wants may get fulfilled in the process of this chase the wanting still remains the wanting is unending and this is the unquenchable thirst and the insatiable thirst for the world and this is what bhava sagara is and just as an ocean has turbulent waves because of this constant chase what happens is our mind is full of agitations and this is what happens to us in bhava sagara and one tends to drown in this ocean and it is the guru who dries up this entire bhava sagara itself and that is the greatness of the guru and how does this happen the guru reveals to the disciple the essence of all the wealth so in this context one is naturally reminded of this beautiful verse from bhajagobindam of acharya shankara which says balastavat kreeda saktah tarunastavat taruni saktah vridhastavat chinta saktah parame brahmani gopina saktah as long as we are in our boyhood we are attached to these toys games and plays and once the youthhood comes young man is so much attached to the young woman that he cannot think of anything else and in old age one is always attached 
to anxiety tension stress and no one is interested in pursuing this quest of the supreme brahman that is what acharya shankara says therefore it is the play of childhood the passion of youthhood and the pang of this old age that bind us always to this bhavasagara and it is the guru who reminds us of the true wealth sara sampada and that is how he dries up this bhavasagara itself therefore sara sampada here means the essence of the changeless truth of what we truly are is revealed to the disciple by the guru and the guru does this by revealing to the disciple by reminding the disciple of viveka and vairagya that he has to develop viveka to discriminate discern between the real and the unreal and dispassion towards the unreal this is the wealth that is bestowed upon the disciple by the guru and then the last line says guruho padodakam samyak as we saw the water from guru's feet represents the message that the guru represents the ideal that the guru stands for and the highest wisdom that the guru is rooted in even literally also the water from the feet of the guru the water with which the guru's feet are washed or abhishekam is done is very sacred for the disciple and that is why we say paduka guru's paduka means pa represents pati pati means to protect the paduka of the guru protects the disciple from avidya kama karma ignorance leading to desire and desire leading to action and the action through the fruit of action karma phala binding the disciple then do is dunoti dunoti means to burn it burns away ego it burns away moha the delusion of the disciple and ka is kashate kashate means to shine the paduka of the guru helps us to shine in our true nature and this is what the guru does and that is why the greatest alambana the greatest support for the disciple is the lotus feet of the guru and it is this lotus feet that bestows upon the disciple the highest wisdom and we can all remember that the first ever bhajan that was given to humanity by our beloved bhagwan is manasa bhajare guru charanam and now we shall listen to the 11th verse of guru stotram So this verse says, "Na guru radhikam tatvam." There is no principle that is greater 
than the guru principle the guru tatva what is this guru tatva the guru tatva is the highest wisdom and this guru tatva is the tatpadam the pure consciousness atman or brahman and guru is the representation of this tatva so this guru tatva is already in our hearts because this is what we truly are so the guru is the presence in our hearts and not only this the compassionate guru who is in our hearts already he takes up a human form outside of us in order to guide us guard us protect us in this spiritual journey so the guru from inside always prompts us to go inwards undertake this inner journey and from outside also he constantly teaches us through his own life and that's why bhagwan declared my life is my message so it is the guru tatva which is within us that purifies our mind and it is the guru tatva that unifies our mind also and this is what the guru tatva is then na guru radhikam tapaha tapaha means tapas penance or austerity this is how we can translate this word so there is no highest tapas than the guru which means there is no higher penance than being devoted to the guru than being of service or seva to the guru than practicing the teachings of the guru this is the highest tapas because it is guru tatva which represents the highest truth and that is why we need to undertake this penance see tap in sanskrit means to burn see when there is no tapas in us we become the slaves of tamas if tamas has to go away tapas has to be there if tap means to burn the opposite of it path means to fall if there is no tap in us what happens is we fall the path will overtake us and that is why this tapas is very essential for us see the tapas does not necessarily mean that it is torturing our body starving our body and twisting and turning the body it is not tapas but the highest tapas is to stay in an egoless state and to stay in the state of equanimity that the guru always represents there is this invocatory verse in atma bodha which beautifully defines what tapas is it says tapobihi kshina papanam shantanam vitaraginam mumukshunam it means the tapas brings about kshina papa it decreases the agitations in the mind of the disciple shantam it calms the mind it brings a state of quietude serenity in the mind so that the mind can go inwards and vitaraginam it means 
it makes one devoid of attachment it gives the disciple the virtue of vairagya and mumukshunam it also leads to mumukshutva and this is what the true tapas is as the bhagavad gita says tulya ninda sthitir maunihi this is what tapas must lead to one who is equal in both honor dishonor praise and censure that means the state of equanimity then the second line says tatva gnanat param nasti there is no greater knowledge than the knowledge that is imparted to the disciple by the guru that is the knowledge of the self because this is not about the knowledge of any objective science that the sadguru teaches the disciple but it is the intuitive realization of the subject our own true self that leads to atyantika dukha nivritti paramananda praptischa transcendence of all kinds of misery suffering and also attainment of supreme bliss that is what tatva gnana does and that is why the bhagavad gita says nahi gnanena sadrsham pavitramih vidyate there is no greater purifier than the knowledge of the self and this is the tatva gnana that is imparted to the disciple by the grace of the guru and to such a sadguru the disciple offers his salutations in this 11th verse now we shall listen to the 12th verse of guru stotra manat shri jagannath madguru shri jagadguru paratma as we can see the verse says mannatha shri jagannatha my lord is the lord of the universe madguru shri jagat guru hu my guru is the guru of the universe madatma sarvabhutatma the self in me is the self in all and my salutations to the guru who revealed this to me see when we say that my lord is the lord of the universe it means there are different forms that different people worship and no form is superior or inferior to the other form it means all forms of the lord all forms of the guru represent this highest principle of atman or brahman and that is why my lord is the lord of the universe and my guru is the guru of the universe this is what we need to understand so when we get this understanding what happens is we are not only respectful of our own form our ishta devata the chosen deity that we worship 
but we are equally respectful and we are equally devotional to all the forms of the lord that are worshiped by different type of people and also all the other gurus not only our own particular guru as the lord in the bhagavad gita declares yo yo yam yam tanum bhaktaha श्रद्धयाचिमीच्छति तस्याचला श्रद्धा तामेव विददाम्यहम इट मीन्स वॉट्सो एवर फॉर्म एनी डिवोटी डिजायर्स टू वर्शिप विथ फेथ एंड द सेम फेथ ऑफ हिज आई मेक दट फेथ फर्म एंड अनफ्लिंचिंग मे ही वर्शिप एनी फॉर्म ऑफ द लॉर्ड बट आई गिव हिम द फेथ आई मेक हिज फेथ अनफ्लिंचिंग and that is what the lord says and when this happens there is no misunderstanding among various forms in us and there is no intolerance towards other forms other faiths and other religions because we know that it is the guru tatva which is the highest wisdom the highest principle that is what we need to learn from this verse and as the second line says madatma sarvabhutatma the self in me is the self in all it means that it is the oneness of creation that is spoken about here the unity in diversity all others around us are as much divine as i am and i need to recognize this self or the divinity in every one and that is why when we every time we greet somebody with sairam we must introspect as the sairam is coming from our lips just our lips or it is coming deep down our heart that acknowledges the presence of bhagwan in this person this is what madatma sarvabhutatma means so bhagwan would often say call it as constant integrated awareness to see the presence of bhagwan in all persons at all times and in all places is what cia represents and that is what is told in this 12th verse and this is it for the day i will conclude with the shanti mantra Om Asatoma Sadgamaya Tamasoma Jyotirgamaya Mrityorma Amritangamaya Om Shanti 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 Harihi Om Tatsat Shri Sai Shwarar Panamastu I am thankful to Bhagwan for this opportunity of speaking to all of you my thanks to team radio sai and every one of you jay sai ram